Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's time for Curbside. He shoots, they score! With the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. They score! by Randall's, St. Louis's number one liquor store. Visit shoprandalls.com. And welcome back to Balloon Party 101 ESPN. It is our pleasure to welcome to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, the voice of the St. Louis Blues, Chris Kerber. Good morning, Kerbs. Morning, Tim. How are you? Wonderful, sir. Thank you so much for joining us. I know it's been a long time with uh, some travel. Uh, let's get your thoughts on on what took place last night with the Blues. Grice, good. The Blues were hanging around there in the second period, and then the dam broke in the third period. Your analysis, sir? Yeah, Grice was fantastic, and that was really about it. Uh, you know, the the effort and the team game and the the cohesiveness that was there for the Edmonton game uh, was not there, almost non-existent, it looked like, last night. And I think you give the Winnipeg Jets some credit for that, but Craig Berube told us prior to the game in the morning, he said, look, we're going to have to be a five-man unit in all three zones for for this game, and, and it just didn't happen. The passing was just off. It hit off a stick. It bounced right to the Jets, and you know, Tim, there's just some, the Jets have won 17 of the last 22 meetings between these two teams yeah. in, in the regular season. There, there's something about just that style of play that they have and kind of combined with just the excellent goaltending of Connor Hellebuck that just gives the Blues fits, and they don't have an answer for it. Yeah, it is so weird because, uh, of course, the Blues' first step to get to the Cup in 2019 went through Winnipeg. But, yeah, in the regular season, the numbers are really eye-opening when you take a look at that large of a sample size. Uh, with regards to the play overall, they adjusted their play to have success and shut down the Oilers on Saturday. Um, so from a positive standpoint, they head home after this early trip and this random scheduling uh, in a pretty good spot. Uh, how would you characterize things when you incorporate the trip to Seattle, Edmonton, and Winnipeg with what you have seen so far? Yeah, listen, I think it's been a, a really good, strong start to the season. Uh, I, I think that, you know, um, the, the penalty killing has been fantastic. They didn't allow a shot on goal until the Jets had a power play last night. And even though the Jets had almost nine minutes of power play time, the Blues only allowed, I think, a total of seven power play shots. Like, it, it, it wasn't extensive by any means. So I, I think there's some positives there. I think we've seen that this team has the ability to put some offense. Um I, you're seeing a slow start to uh, the O'Reilly Cairo Saad line. Uh, Brandon Saad injured, so he didn't play yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, Pavlovich Navich, you know, what was originally called the maintenance day clearly uh, may not have been. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens there, whether he ends up on IR or whether he's able to go. But something will be done along, along those kind of lines. And, you know, and then, of course, the Blues still have Tyler Pitlick bouncing around. So we'll see if maybe if. Something happens with Butch Navich, Tyler Pitlick comes into the fold. You know, those are question marks yet to be answered. 
Um, I, I think that, you know, if I've got one concern, you know, this is a team that's good at offense. And and they just don't want to throw anything to the ever anything and everything to the net. They want to make it good chances, but there hasn't been one game where they've had over twenty eight shots on goal. And so I don't know that they're generating enough on that side of things. So I think there's some growth to be had there, but that's part of the early learning curve. I mean, you play eight preseason games, and I think your whole team only played one of them. So you know, it it, it takes a little while. So the fact that I think that you're starting, you know, three and one is actually a really good start. I'm glad to hear you say that because I was curious. The nature of the beast is if the Blues struggle offensively with the Perron subject being such a hot-button issue for a lot of fans, and I understand it, I'm by no means dismissing it, that that becomes kind of a default play is, man, it's a shame that the Blues don't have David Perron because look at this team, they're really struggling. And I'm, you know, and, and that's, that's something that the team is going to hear. At least some fans are going to have that conversation in the early going if there is a struggle on offense. And so to hear you, you not necessarily bring up Perron per se, but to talk about it, I think that's what some people are observing. Yeah, they beat Edmonton, but it was one nothing up until the empty netter, and last night they got shut down. So looking at the scoring chances, that's the place where you could see there being some growth opportunities here when they get a chance to play three games over four nights? Yeah, look, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, like Jordan Cairo. Jordan Cairo can create offense in and of himself. Like, he can do it on his own. Uh, you know, but, but there's going to be ways to use your teammates to make that offense come better. You know, um, I thought Brandon Saad had a good game with O'Reilly and, and Cairo against Edmonton. We didn't get to see that get followed up uh, in, because of the injury there. Uh, you have Pavel Butchnevich is a big piece of the puzzle out of the lineup right now. You know, Logan Brown came in for his first game, and he hadn't played since game three of the preseason. So, you know, there, there's going to be some some ups and downs in there that, that, that are going to cause you some hiccups there. But it's two games in a row that the other team's goaltender has either been the number one star or the number two star, at least by the way that Joe Vitale and I give him out on the radio. And we don't always align with the way the official, um, you know, stars are. But, you know, to do that, like, there just wasn't traffic enough in front of Hellebuck. A lot on the outside, not enough on the inside, um, you know, last night. And and then, you know, discipline really became a problem. That's the first game that discipline was an issue yesterday. So, you know, all all in all, plenty of good good stuff. There's there's plenty of good stuff to build. And now that you've played four games, the coaches are starting to have some coachable moments, too. And with, with such a stop and go start to the season in terms of days off and things like that some of that's been a little difficult so uh the one thing i know is that they'll get it figured out but again three and one after four games that's a good start in the central division final thought uh what we've seen from the goaltenders we talked about grice last night but jordan bennington carrying over the momentum from what we saw uh in uh, the minnesota series second half of the minnesota series and uh his brief stay in the avalanche series that has to be encouraging for the blues I think, listen, if, they, if there is, uh, other than, you know, maybe the penalty kill uh, and yeah. things, I, I think the brightest start is clearly, clearly the goaltending. I mean, they have they have been really, really good, and the team's been given a chance to win every night because of it. And like we said, they've won three of the four. So, no, you're absolutely right. That is a, that is a major bright spot, and you've got to be really encouraged with what you saw from Thomas Grice, even though the team lost. I mean, he gave them every opportunity to win. It was a great performance by him last night. Blues and Oilers tomorrow night right here on 101 ESPN. Chris Kerber and Joey Vitale on the call pregame at 6 p.m. Kerbs, always enjoy the conversation. Thank you so much for the time this morning. 
All right, Tim, have a great week. You too. That's Chris Kerber with us here, and it's time for us to shut it down. BK and Ferrari are coming up next. For Action Jackson, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN.